Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. There are believers all over the city joining in a time of fasting and prayer. That's why this week we're bringing you messages from Pastor Jackie Martin on prayer. It was Jesus' disciples who asked him to teach them about prayer. Pastor Jackie is going to be teaching us from that model prayer in Matthew chapter 6 some important principles that we can learn as we want to enter into an effective prayer life when we come before the Lord. Prayer is powerful. Prayer changes things. Prayer moves the heart of God. As you listen to each message this week, you will see how this message progresses from praying to God to praising God for all that he has done. Get your Bibles, get something to write with, and listen in today as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. God is still not done yet. He's moving in the hearts of his people. And I want you to to expect God to show up in your circumstance. And he's faithful to do it. Well, this is our uh, first week of fasting. We just completed that first seven days of fasting and prayer. I don't know about you, but I've had a good time all week. I've had an awesome time in early morning prayer, meeting with God. If you have not joined us in prayer, it's not too late. Just jump on in today and say, God, I, I desire to pray and I desire to put you first and give you some time uh, this year and to just seek the face of the Lord. That's what we're doing. We're seeking God's faith by praying and fasting and believing, amen, for God to do the miraculous in our life. He is no stranger to miracles. He is no stranger to miracles. Let me say it again because I, 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 I believe somebody needs to catch it. He's no stranger to miracles. Amen. That means that God is still in the miracle working business. So join us as we continue to pray and fast this week. But I don't know about you, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go into the word of God. Y'all ready for the word of God today? Turn with me to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read a very lengthy passage of scripture this morning, starting at the fifth verse, Matthew chapter six. It's a very familiar scripture. If you grew up in Sunday school, you've probably heard it already. But I believe that there is some nuggets in the word of God that God wants to teach us today. Matthew chapter six, verses five says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need even before you ask him. 
This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us of our debtors as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others, when they have sinned against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others for their sin, your heavenly father will not forgive your sins. Thank God for the reading of his word. Jesus gave the what is called the model prayer in Matthew chapter 6 because the disciples wanted to know how to really pray. The Bible says this, that one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John has taught his disciples. Why did the disciples ask Jesus to teach them how to pray? I wondered that and I pondered the question, why is it that the disciples asked the Lord Jesus Christ to teach them how to pray. They asked Jesus to teach them because they noticed the importance and the priority of prayer in his life. They took note of Jesus' prayer life and they understood that it was the source of his holiness and his power. See, it was through prayer Jesus received his call. And his commission for ministry. It was through prayer that Jesus sought direction. And, the, and he tested his ministry through prayer. It was through prayer that Jesus called or chosen the 12 disciples to follow him. And matter of fact, when we look at scripture, everything that he did in his life was accomplished through prayer. The word of God says that man should always pray and not give up nor to lose heart. So Jesus was a prime example for his disciples. And he's also a prime example for us today how we should pray. I'm reminded of something Jesus said. He says that I only do what I hear the father tells me to do. So in order for him to hear the father, he had to be in constant communication with the father. What is prayer? You don't have to go and get a seminary degree to understand it. Prayer is talking to God. Simply put, it's talking to God. It's communicating with him. 
The late Dr. Miles Monroe said this, that prayer is man exercising his God-given legal authority on earth to invoke heaven's influence on the world. In other words, prayer is the earthly license for heaven's interference. In other words, for heaven to come down and to interfere in your situation, we need to know how to pray. Prayer is not an option, but it is necessary. The power of prayer is the inheritance of the disciples. Prayer is just not an activity. It's not a ritual or just an obligation. It's not begging God to do what you want him to do. But prayer is communing with God. It is communicating with God. And let me make it plain. It's just talking to him. And when we talk to God, it touches his heart because he has an expectation for his children to communicate with him. Jesus is calling us to seek him with the emphasis on sincerity so that I public prayers are as genuine as our private prayer life. So Jesus taught us when we pray, he said this, don't be like the hypocrites. Because they stand, they stand in the synagogue, they they stand on the corner. They do that so that they can be seen by others. So what is he telling? He said, don't do it for the applause of men. Back then, the the religious leaders were very hypocritical because what they would do, they would just stand in public and they would pray so that you could see them pray. Prayer is not so that you can be seen, just seen by other men. Prayer is so that you can touch the heart of God. So that you can commune with God. So it is important that when we pray, we're not praying just to be seen, but we are make sure that your motives is right. See, he was talking to his disciples. He says, listen, guys, when you pray, I don't need you to be like the Pharisees over here. I don't need you to be like the religious leaders. I need you to have you. You need to have your motivation right. When you pray unto me, your prayer need to be sincere. It needs to be pure. It needs to come from a pure heart. See, here's the deal that, you know, we're going to be called on to pray publicly. Somebody's going to ask you, lead prayer. Somebody's going to ask you to lead prayer in the school, maybe at work. So you're going to be called to pray publicly. But if you do, don't put on a show. Because if you do, that's a problem. That's the problem with God. If you, if you just go in public and you put on a show. See, I have a question for those that when they pray in public and they tend to like to put on a show, 
do you do you pray in public while you while God never hears from you in private? You just pray in public for everybody else to see, but you never spend quality time in private with God. See, the word of God tells us to go into your private room, shut the door, and pray unto the Father. What is it talking about? All of us have houses. All of us have places, maybe in your office or something. We have a place that we can steal away to, that we can talk to the Father. Maybe you haven't designated a room in your house, but there is some place in your house. What the Lord is saying, go and find a place where you can shut the door. When you shut the door, you're closing down all distractions. You're closing down every interference from anybody coming into the room, distracting you while you're praying. And then you say, pray to the Father God. Thank you once again for listening to The Light of the World. You've heard Pastor Jackie Martin teach a dynamic message. There may be some of you who feel like you do not have an effective prayer life. I want you to know Jesus Christ laid out a model for you to follow in Matthew chapter 6, where you can just come before God and bring your request to him and visit with him and commune with him, conversate with him, not only talking to him, but listening to him. And you can get your prayer through to God and he's able to hear your prayer and move on your behalf. If you would like to listen to today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast. It's at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message or any previous messages that have aired on this broadcast. You can also go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And let me invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World Christian Fellowship Church. We're meeting each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Umber Road. God is moving in a powerful way, reaching the lost, the unchurched, people that don't know him. God is moving, he's healing, and he's delivering those who need deliverance. Come and be our guest each Sunday morning. Let me remind you of our Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. If you need church supplies, communion supplies, offering envelopes, Bibles, books, or any resources, call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.